Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Get ready, cause here I come. It's that time of the week again. We should have rehearsed that beat. <laughs> All the thoughts you're thinking, but not saying. Stace and I will go ham. We each bring a gem to the table, something we're thinking but not saying. Coming up this app. We don't make a lot of lift hanger television in Australia. Most shows you work on, most shows will have a lot of blokes and a couple of token chicks thrown in. Thinker Girl, the podcast with the Thinker Girls, Stacey June and Christy Mercer. Welcome to this week's show. Hello. <laughs> What's going on? What did you, were you saying that you tricked everybody by the way that you said that differently? Well, I had realised I hadn't listened to our podcast in a couple of months and uh, we'll listen back to it anyway and realise that I double up on... The repeating yeah, thing. Yeah. Or, or, the intro already says, welcome to Thinking Girl the Podcast. You're back listening in the to Thinking Girl the Podcast with the Thinking Girls. And I say that again. Yeah. So I think back in the day we didn't have any intro. No, we didn't have enough money to pay for it. Was it was four years ago. <laughs> so I think we've upped it. And, we have. Yeah, but I'm Stacey. And I'm Christy. Yeah, and, we and are this the is girls. obviously. Yeah, you've heard it about eighteen times now. Hashtag branding. Um, Here we are. Yeah, we do talk thoughts you're thinking, but not saying on this show every week and on our uh, radio show across the Kiss Network. Your eyebrows look good today. They've that, calmed down because they were V dark when you got them the other day. But uh, yeah. they're supposed. I feel like they're supposed to. Like it's like before you wash off the tan, it looks ridiculous. I feel like that's what when you get your brows tinted, they look like. You got to ride off that day. Well, I I kind of was happy to go a little bit extra with the tint because I felt like it was wearing off. And then when I looked at them, I was like, whoa. It was they that, looked like yours, which always scared me. It was basically that meme of the chihuahua no, with it, the brows. Well, that's such an insult to our brow artist. No, and how dark it was before it washed off. Yeah, it is. You know? it still is a very big insult. <laughs> I would never, ever... Jazz, if you're listening, uh, never say our eyebrows look like the chihuahua. Right? I make sure I get it t- too dark that I'm not comfortable with it and then you, after one shower, then it's perfect. We record this mostly on a Friday and there's a lot of blokes out there sinking into beers. It's quite early. Why are they doing that now? Yeah, but if they're I saw they're someone starting. on the beers that's working on our show. I was like, hang on a freaking second. Well, our show right. starts at 7pm. Yeah, and we'll be getting into our kombucha <laughs> at about 6pm, so hold your horses. Yeah, happy hour needs to be at yeah. least, you know, <laughs> oh, good Lord, people are confident around here. Yeah, they are. <laughs> They're swinging it around. Anyway, we're very glad to be chatting to this particular guest. Yeah, um, she is an actress and has had made all kinds of recent appearances, actually. A lot of a lot of well-known faces were on True Story uh, with Hamish and Andy. Heaps, um, yeah. She also was in Molly, House Husbands, and on Neighbours. So there's so many. Um, you might have also heard her voice on lots of bits and pieces. But what I think a lot of you will know her from is her role as Linda Miles on Wentworth, which people are just cult obsessed with um and it's just such a i don't know a topic of conversation that i am not yet in i must say we are of course talking about jackie brennan welcome to the show jackie thanks for having me hey lovely lady oh my goodness have you um 
Do you get into the vibe of the cult, even though you're in it, of fans of the show? Because it is a different... Yes. I feel like it's got its own audience, Wentworth, mm. like a real it's specific one. massive. Yeah. I opened an Instagram account and within, I don't know, a week I had 10,000 followers. Wow. And I didn't know any of them. My God. I didn't know any people of them. Are fro- <laughs> people are, fro- people are frothing well. it. Why do you reckon that is that it's connecting so much? I mean, obviously it's, it's a brilliant show, but... Yeah. For a start, we don't make a lot of cliffhanger television in Australia. Mm. That's true, it's actually. Women, primarily women. Most shows you work on, most shows will have a lot of blokes and a couple of token chicks thrown in. Mm. So it's really exciting to see a cast of women that are aged from, say, 18 to 60. Yeah, that is what I think is quite sexy about it too. I think that's yeah. quite sexy in general. Like it just any type of... That kind of cross generation, particularly with women that you see, and anywhere. also women yeah. not trying to be sexy too. Well, it's pretty hard to be sexy in a teal tracksuit. Let me tell you. Yeah, I didn't Lucky mean. I, I don't, don't mean sexy in that. Suit. I didn't mean sexy in that context. Well, I did actually. I just meant to change it into my own meaning, which is when there is um, not in a sexualized way, in kind of a yeah. I don't know, like a hot way. Like that's empowering. That's what I mean yeah. by that word. Yeah, and really strong characters. Um, you know, there's. Uh, you know, there's so much that ha- happens in a prison, and also because where it's a reimagining, reimagining of prisoner. Mm, I so we've yeah. already had a, a UK base that are crazy for prisoner. So mm. they are crazy for Wentworth. Mm. So some of the girls have gone over and um, done appearances for Screen Star events, and yeah, I, we had no idea that it would take off. It's taken off, and we've just finished filming series six. How does it work in terms of viewing it? Because I know that, like, at the beginning it was quite exclusive. Now is it put on different platforms? It's in Australia. It's only on Foxtel, it but you can is. also get it on okay. DVD. Because I know a lot of in, that happened and then it, then Netflix caught a few and, like, AB, it used to be on ABC iView and now they've kind of shared over to back. Netflix. Mm. Yeah, I wasn't sure if it still uh, is it's only It's never Foxtel. been ABC iView. No, no, no. Sorry, other series have like kind of oh, started places, quite, yeah. they start quite exclusive ha- and then they branch out a bit. I hope they do um, on another platform mm. because it, it's really good. I think people should see it. Um, yeah. It's on US Netflix and it was number one foreign show there for a while. Wow. Shit, that's unreal. That is fucking That is real. so good. How, how different is TV now? Like, remember, especially, like, for for actors, TV was kind of the, not the thing that you did when movies failed, but there was this different kind of idea or stigma around TV actors versus, mm. you know, screen, you know, like, movie actors, whereas I feel like now it's completely flipped. Do you know, I reckon when HBO brought Sopranos out all these amazing and, yeah, shows, all these incredible yeah, yeah. everyone suddenly go, Went well. Why? Why wouldn't I do it if it's quality television? Why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I jump on board? I think as well. There's been a real movement with women behind the scenes of being able to create their own stories since so many penises will not put them on. You know, like it's mm. kind of like yes. I know it's certainly the beginning of this brand and this show was very much because there was no other space to do it. So you go and try yes. and create it yourself, mm. and there is something a little bit 
lessive budget yeah. um, to go by television, but that doesn't mean the stories and the performances are any different to what mm, you see. It's just a platform on the big now. Screen. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, so that, now and you get that message like Big Little Eyes. You got that. Like you got. Well, fuck. There's women behind this. Yeah. Like, you Orange is a new black. I, I, I felt still it with. Seen it. Apparently, it's amazing. Oh, I felt yeah. it with girls. Like everything that was written was just so driven by an authentic experience that someone was desperate to tell. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's yeah. there is something very different about. Uh, yeah, I've always loved TV. I've mm. always been. A you fan have of that Aussie yeah. TV too. Yeah, I just love good stories. It yeah. doesn't matter if it's Aussie. I'm just not. Yeah. I'm not a racist when it comes to Australia <laughs> uh, with our storytelling. I I back it. Well, it's important we tell our own stories. Oh, it's, you fucking know, O's. It's so important. And so. you relate. And you know, I remember Love My Way being the biggest first love or Secret Life of Us probably before Love My Way. Oh, my Way and was so good. Do you remember that scene? I don't. Can't, I don't, no, no, don't, don't ruin it but because he, I only I got in the bandwagon about 15 years, la- like so late. And then I oh only actually finished it last year. But the themes in it were so Australian, like uh, real alps, yeah. like real fucking yeah. messed up family life, but mm. still lovable anyway. You know, it was just, you know, there was so It felt many so familiar. Oh, yeah, it was nuts. So you know good. what, I, that's another thing I remember, I can actually mention this one, from Love My Way. I remember Dan Wiley's character, I can't remember his name, was trying to put together an Ikea cupboard yeah. or something. And was just going, fuck. Yeah, yeah. when they just had the baby, it. wasn't it? Yeah. Around it that scene. hilarious. Because Charlie is it Charlie? Charlie, yeah. Charlie, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh fuck, Charlie! Yeah, Um, I love it, and I love use of fuck in that show. It's very Australian. Well, if you love use of fuck, you should definitely watch our show. Yeah, I've got to. I've got it. I've got to. Oh, you've you sold yeah, it in. Yeah. Not that we needed um, any more details. Let's but yes. get amongst the episode this week's show. Um, if you haven't listened to the show before and you found us through Jackie, welcome. Uh, we chew the fat on something that's on our mind. We're thinking but not saying. Each bring a gem. We call it to the table. Uh, where we basically all have a bit of a yarn about it. Um, we'll each check it in turns and Philip the Duck will rein us in if there is, there is a, a time for us to move on. Although I feel like I'm mostly the only person that listens. Yeah, I'd say that's true. Yeah, so if you hear the duck, Jackie, that's what it is. Because, yeah. What is it? It's a duck sound effect that's basically an alarm to be like, okay, shut up and talk about the next thing, yeah, please. Yeah, yeah. It's like oh, he's like the baton okay. passer on a You've got to you know? keep it moving, okay. you know. Yeah. All right, um, so watch out for the duck. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Be aware uh, of duck. Yeah, okay. it's not like Go Freeze where, you know, you play a game, the music's not you. Like, you can Feel free to finish your yeah, sentence, yeah, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. okay, We're not good. running good. that tight a ship around um, Although we probably right. should. But let's have a contents, um, just a, a bit of a headline of what we all want to bring and then we'll get stuck mm-hmm. into it. Um, yes. I want to talk today about... Treating your grandparents and talking to your grandparents like they're humans. Because I think a lot of the time we forget to do this and I've only got one grandparent still alive and I've only recently, I think, reframed the way that I think about her and talk to her for the better. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, I want to talk about, um, I get a lot of questions and an intrigue into, I suppose, my spirituality, but also particularly, um, I think, interest around how I began. And I learned something today uh, listening to an author 
um, that I want to share that I think that if those of you listening have kind of gone, I would love to maybe dive in or explore a different part of myself, but I don't really know how to start. I've got a a tip from this particular author that put it into really clear, simple beginning steps um, for you to maybe start to untap a bit of spirit spirit in yourself. Uh, Jackie, as our guest, what do you want to share today? Give us a line. Uh, I, I don't know. Food? Missed anything from the Thinker Girls this week? Don't worry. We've been waiting for you at thethinkergirls.com.au to catch up. Yes. Yes. We're going to hack into Start with that. Love. Okay, so when you say food, there is a particular yes. passion that you kind of have, right? Yeah. I, I'm obsessed with food. So when I wake <laughs> up in the morning, I've planned what we're having for dinner. Yeah. I'm just completely obsessed with food. Do but plan- luckily people want to come to my house because I cook all the time. That's very Do you cool. plan your – like, do you get excited? Because I know mm. when I go to bed I get excited for breakfast because breakfast is my favourite meal. Are you oh. planned slash thinking about already what you're having as you go to bed for breakfast? Breakfast – you know, breakfast isn't the most interesting of, of meals for me. Mm. Definitely breakfast I'm thinking about dinner because yeah. I, I like standing in my kitchen with a glass of red wine and oh. music. Prepping dinner. Oh, Have my, you always? That, that is my fucking mess. No, I couldn't cook a thing um, until I was thirty. Nothing. I wow. couldn't Boil an egg. So, so we created that happy space. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's that? So you've created so that happy space for yourself. A, yeah, he was a really good cook, and I thought, well, stuff him. If he, you know, now that we're not together, I'll learn to cook. So it came out of anger, and um, yeah, from there, I be- and I was in a really great share house, and we all just used to cook sit around and chat and drink wine and yeah so it came from food there. food has always been a part of my life that made I think us feel like we weren't inferior so growing up with not a lot of money that's kind of the mm. one thing you can do where everybody feels every family every tradition every kind of hearty gathering mm. really does feel very equal. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. so yeah, yeah. I think often I would think about, yeah, yeah, and often I would yeah. think about my family and how we had such a big extended family. But when I was growing up, I grew up with two, well, three aunties pretty close to me, but two that were in Melbourne and mm. uh, two of them were single mums. And we all kind of went, there were six kids between us um, and, and then another two or three that were in in the other family. But we would all um, – We'd all come together like a couple times a week to share dinner just because it might be pick up and drop off somewhere. Mm-hmm. And it was like, all right, well, yeah. Tuesday nights at my auntie's house for dinner and I would go over and help prep food and we'd all just kind of chip in. And it was also a time when my mum wasn't home all the time as a kid. So, I don't know, food was a big sticking point with my cousins and I to the point where now – we're humongous foodies. Like we just Well it's something beautiful. that you so yeah. share, right? Yeah. Like when your cousin's coming yeah. up, it's something like sometimes weeks in advance, weeks out, you'll be like, Okay, so you have three days. where are we gonna go? Like researching oh, yeah. restaurants, looking up reviews, That's asking great. different people. It's that. a real thing. I Pure love happiness. It. it is. That's great. It How's is. Christmas? Yeah, oh, well, we've dad's one of nine, so we have still do Christmas together every second year. And there, mm. a couple of years, we sat for I think 74 Fucking people. Hell. 
Every no. day. That is insane. I've heard it so many times. That actually makes me a bit anxious. Full roast, full oh. the full works, Christmas My ham, God. roast potatoes. Uncle Mick demands it. Eat a three pe- you, there's three potatoes per person. But so how you don't, are you doing? You don't miss out. You're not getting to that the point where you're insane. like, fuck, there's no potatoes. But how are you doing that <laughs> amount of hot food all at once? Like, it's obviously a logistical fucking Well, Bay Marie's are involved. Oh, Bay Marie's, yeah. Bay Marie. Bay Marie's are involved. Well, it's kind of. It's bulk. And also, I don't know, there are ways, like, think about it. Roasts are pretty easy to do that. You have, you do yeah. a spit, you do maybe four or five chooks. You you know, you kind of do the pork and someone does the crackling. There's always someone that knows the recipe to, uh, you know, Arnie Katz bloody, like, Trifle pudding. And, you know, yeah, yeah. everyone's the got pudding. their thing, yeah. you know. so And you can That's actually delicious. also buy ham that feeds that many people for one meal. Mm. Think about it. Like, ham it. usually lasts yeah. a month. Mm. But if you've got the biggest ham you can find, or at least a couple, which is, what, 100 bucks, you're feeding yeah. 70 people. With mm. four slices of ham. That Actually, of much more doable when you're all in it and invested than I but think people realise. Um, just <laughs> trestle tables, mm. you know, right. under a bit of a marquee. Most of my, my crew are from the country. so It's so stunning, um, though, because it's more, properties. as you say, it's more than just food. It is like incorporating, you know, memories and people's special, you know, like you might only have as you say, someone's famous recipe once a year and everybody looks forward to it. And there's this, in my family, it's always the talk about, you know, grandma's gravy because she makes it the proper way, like with using, using the actual fat. And the only the, way. There's that, <laughs> yeah, there's the, there's so much more than just the food itself. There's the tradition yeah. and the culture and what the memory. You, and, what have you taught your kids, Jackie? Like what, I mean, you've kind of got that from your breakup, but now how do you bring that into your own life? Since? They were little. We ha- I've always put, made foods like joyous. So even taco night, I bought one of those lazy susans from IKEA, and yes. I put all the little different things, and Very it's good. been the lazy susan. So it sort of <laughs> makes it exciting and a bit fun, and yeah. And so we'll have twenty people and sit around the pool, and and they do all the make the pizzas themselves, and so it's always been fun. So to them, they equate food as a really joyous occasion. Yeah. That's such a nice thing. I rec- I missed out on that a little bit with my immediate family because mum was such a, and still is, very like set, like a bit like OCD where you have to plan in advance and freak out a bit about people coming over. Like we only had a very small family Christmas a few years ago, maybe another family of five, and she had called the, sh- called the shot of basically it's going to be a cold Christmas lunch. And everyone was like, what the fuck? But she was like, it's salads <laughs> and it's meat. It's all I can handle at the moment. And granted, my nan was dying at the time, so there was stuff going on. Oh, but yeah. then but then also within my family, we were never that household where it was like, oh, just come round. We'll mm. chuck a roast. It was never just a – and it may – when you just said that, Jackie, when you're like, we'll have 20 people around Mm. that's never ever been in my upbringing to be that family where it's like just pop over Mm. I've never had a just pop over or sit out the back or bang something on and it's funny because I've learned from that how I'd I'd like to not have that with my own when I bring up my own family I want to have just a pop in and just a cash kind of you know and a casual approach to it where it doesn't have to be set. You don't have to know exactly how many people will be there. You get takeaway it's where it's not a big deal. Is it just you, Jackie, or do you have a partner? Or ha- like I a- have a husband and who can't he- cook. But is he into it? <laughs> like is he into kind of like the fun of it? So he kind of supports. He So he'll fix up the speakers outside. He'll make sure everyone's drinks are topped up. 
but important. Yeah, food wise, yeah, I do everything. Yeah, but it was I, funny I because it. it's well, this, like it's this will be a few in a few weeks, but um, coming up is the Survivor Grand Final, and I said to my, oh my boyfriend God. last yes. night, I was like because we don't have that many friends still. Like he's old and has a few small amount of friends and I am only new to where we live, maybe a couple of years. So I've still got <laughs> small amounts of friends. It's but building. It's building, building. Yeah. <laughs> But my, um, I messaged Merson, another mate of ours from work, and was like, who wants to come around? Because I said to him, oh, should we do a thing? Like, because it's like the, f- and it's just any excuse I can have yeah. to cook and have people around. Yeah. Like I just, it doesn't matter. Um, And I'm just so glad he is like, yeah, yeah. He's like, <laughs> Like, we'll just do roast chicken again because then we can perfect it and we'll be known as the roast chicken people. And I was like, the roast chicken last time was a real credit to you guys. It was fucking amazing. (laughs) To him. But I was like, do you reckon we should mix it up? And he was like, no, no, I've got a few things I want to tweak from like, it just becomes a real conversation. And it is nice. It is nice. I think weather, weather helps when I think about, you know, essentially having a place one day you think about the entertainment. I know when a lot of people are like, we like to entertain. Yeah, it's yeah. so fucking wanky. Yeah. But it kind of is because, I don't know, that is a way of like living, like a, a chosen You know in my childhood house, did you? oh, you would have seen the front room. It was called the formal dining room. Oh, the blue carpet. Oh, you had a formal dining room. You can't room. even step on that You couldn't now. step on it because mum was so OCD with her vacuuming. She would vacuum the lines into the carpet, Jackie, so she'd know if someone had stepped in there because you'd see footprints. Like, I'm not actually joking. Just make you want to step for in there, do, didn't it? For two, yeah, when I was pissed off with her, I'd just like go in really, there and sit in there. And it looked like that really green grass that, like, only has been planted. Like, there's no way that someone's it's grown bright, that. It was bright blue carpet. Yeah, it looks like that. That's we went hilarious. in there. They had two dinner parties in 15 years. Oh my god! But the, you know, what's the point of having the exactly. house? You know, the rental I'm I looking know. at. I'm so excited for because there's there's this fucking huge balcony that overlooks the water, and I'm like, I don't even care how shit the house is. Can yep. you imagine getting a uh, a Barbie and just having a dining setting out there? Like hashtag that is a life. Happy, yeah. oh, <laughs> we bought so this house. Easy. Open up those fucking pool. double doors. <laughs> chuck on the bloody. Yep. The boast and your I'm bloody so set. You are, you are set. Oh. Get your webecue out. Oh. It's excellent. You've it. got a barbecue. You're going to get that in the divorce or what? Uh, no, I do. we chucked out the barbecue. Oh, Christy's going through a breakup. But she, they're still uh, tallying up the goods, so I just wasn't sure if she's oh, getting the barbecue. No, that's all happening in a few days, yeah. That'll oh, that's be, awful. That'll be fucking fun. I hate that bit. <laughs> that's terrible. This is the awkward part. Don't forget things either. But th- No. Make sure you go in with a list of what you want. Yeah. Especially, yeah, books you'll and music. Forget, you'll forget stuff. Most of all that stuff is mine, Jackie. Like, oh, okay. There was not much oh. life that was added by him. I, I mean, right. like, I never found my turntables. Let me just say that much. What, in your breakup? Yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant at my house for a second. I'm like, where have I put your turntables? <laughs> I broke up from a guy and found, I couldn't find all my jewellery and I was moving out. And I found a whole lot of porn certificates for my jewellery. Porn? Because oh, oh, he'd yeah, gone and sold it. What the fuck? Yeah. yeah, well, that's why I left him. Uh, well, did he have a gambling problem or something? Oh, he had all sorts of problems. Yeah, he was right. the bad one. Yeah, everyone's yeah. got a bad one. Yeah. But, I, yeah, yeah it's tricky. What an it's asshole. It's tricky, a tricky part. All I knew is I wanted the mattress. I still have it. And you yeah. got it? God, yeah, it's really? a, I'm so glad you fought for that. It's a very comfy mattress. It's a very good. I mean... Isn't I that probably, awkward though? I probably shouldn't. What? That I've still got it? Well, no. Well, you've got the mattress, and that mattress has been with him, and now, you know, 
new person, new match. I bet you've never thought about that. You can't think about that. Sorry. Hopefully hopefully my new boyfriend isn't listening to this. It's the first time I've been. He's been trying to get into the room for some time, so now it's going to give him some I've slept on that one too. That's also very good. Which one do you reckon is better, P.S.? Do you want my honest opinion? Yeah. Your boyfriend's. What? Mine is so soft. But his is no. But his is soft. It's like that. It's like Jackie. It's like that memory foam. It's latex. It's latex. It's crazy. It's just a bit like you can't feel any. I know you don't want to feel movement when you're trying to get a good sleep, but I almost feel like I'm sleeping in a single bed. I know what you mean though. When you do, when you turn over, there's not a spring feeling. It's like just sucks you up. Yeah, but I kind of like. I felt held. It was right after the breakups. Maybe I liked it. It was the night of. So yes. <laughs> you needed to be spooned by the mattress. I did offer to sleep with you. You did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I said I was all right. Were you? Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, who knows? At this I- <laughs> She's like a tough cookie, Jackie. Like really hard to be friends with sometimes. <laughs> Because she's just very much not, doesn't give you, you were like, do you need this? She's like, nope, nope, no. Nope. And then you never really know if she's telling the truth. I'm getting better well, at that. Very independent. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Yeah. How long ago did you break up? Oh. A month? How? Oh, I don't even know. Maybe like longer. More. Yeah, five God. weeks, six oh. weeks. Mm. When was know. Dad here? I don't know. Yeah, it was probably Do about six weeks thing? ago. Do you have that thing now where you go, oh, that's the music I like? Yeah. I was from long relationships and you go, I've been listening to his music all this time and I forgot the music I like. Do you know how excited I am to go home from work? Like, it's not even funny. Because? Because I am obsessed with having like three or four hours on my own to do whatever I want. And I just, I watch the TV shows I like. I might put on music. I might read a book, meditate. I just love, and even in the friend's house that I'm staying at, like created a real little nice space for myself. I've stuck all things over the walls. Like there's quotes everywhere. I really enjoy, I really look forward to that time. I get in the car to drive back and I'm like, yes, Mm. I get excited. That's nice. Yeah. Oh, that's really good. That's, you're in a good place. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do think, feel I like I'm in are. a good place. Yeah. All right, now let's talk about spirituality. Reckon the girls are over sharers. Wait till you see them on Snapchat. <laughs> see what goes down behind the scenes. Follow the Thinker Girls on Snapchat. Yes, okay. So yep. it's funny because it's one of those conversations for me that never was a conversation. So I saw a naturopath when I was about, oh, 
I reckon just on 18. And she was very spiritual, Mm -hmm. very kind of the universe. I'd always grown up in a Louise Hay, you know, the aunties that I spoke about earlier, kiss your bills because you do have the money to pay them. Like just you're always provided for. Was your mum like that? No. (laughs) But her sisters were? No, they're my dad's sisters. Oh, shit, I always Mm. get confused. Mum's into it, like in that she likes to be around it. It's just not the way she naturally thinks. Your dad's not, even though his sisters were? Uh, I don't know how your dad's really getting it. Yeah, I don't really see dad reading. Louise Hay. No. Um, I guess the common thread of my family is open-mindedness. Everyone's always very open-minded. Everyone's got set in their ways in a bit, but if you give them a reason to think otherwise, they'll think about it, you know? Yeah. Um, So I was always brought up with a capacity to believe that there was something around. Mm. I don't know if it was necessarily, we were religious in that we went to Catholic schools, but when I was hearing those messages, it was never about a God. It was always about the universe. It was something other. Um, Mm. So I had that, I guess, that foundation. But then I think, I don't even, and my auntie would always have affirmation cards or different kinds of things. They would just be words. I remember and every single Tuesday night we'd go around there and I would just pick my three words and she would say, this is, I would be like 14 or 15. What a special so I've been thing doing to this shit up. for a long time. But what a stunning thing to grow up. It's funny with. because, right. because yeah. her actual daughter, her daughter, who I'm quite close with, was never really into it. So mm. it's so funny because you just kind of, what you have in front of you, I don't know, maybe as a kid, if it was my mum, I wouldn't have really bought into it did as it much. Feel, did it feel a bit magical at that age? I think when we grew up with not a lot around, gave it does give you a space Can to create and imagine mm, mm. Um, yeah. and dream, I think. And it may not have eventuated to be, but it did for me. And I think it always does when you give yourself the space to dream and about something that isn't around you that mm-hmm. you can't touch. So I would kind of see those things. And then long story short, would start with angel cards. And then it went in, it became, it kind of found me over the years. You know, I started a yoga practice. I started to do meditation. I read a lot of books, you know, from the kind of law of attraction. Mm-hmm. And by the age of, I don't know, about 26, 27, I was beginning to change my life with these kinds of principles. Yeah. And, um, and so I've never actually spoken about that journey until then. And I never really had spoken about the fact that I would take my angel cards with me everywhere I went and wow. I would have them with me. Um, maybe sometimes I would remember. It wasn't like it was this, you know, every single morning. It wasn't mm. ocd It was mm. just kind of when I needed to get a message, I needed a bit of guidance somewhere. I would shuffle the cards, sit there in a quiet space and do it for 10. Mm. And I've always had that practice. And that's that quite practice. meditative as well. It is. It is. I'll never yeah. forget that. That was a couple of years ago when you came and stayed at me. I think when I was in Terrigal. Mm. I think maybe that was the first time where I saw and you were sleeping on the floor on a like a spare mattress and you had your angel cards next to your bed. <laughs> and I knew that you did them, but I think it's another thing It's another thing to be like, oh, I'll just go and stay at um, old mate's house for a night and I'll, your angel cards are sitting there with your little affirmations and stuff yeah. next to the mattress on the floor. Yeah, I always took my journal and my angel cards to most places, and particularly at those kinds of points. I was it was a lot of transition and change and mm. a lot of unknown um, at that point as well. So mm. I always I lean quite heavily to that when I'm feeling mm. like I'm starting something or trying yeah. to create from scratch. And so I'd never really put an idea on it, but as I've gotten older, I've realised that it is a version of my own religion. I kind of call it Stacey religion. It's the spirituality, and a lot of people have asked me about it because I think. The lovely thing about spirituality is, and for me, I have words and ways to communicate about 
everything. But when it comes to spirit or in the example of falling in love a few months ago, those are the two things I really had struggled to find Mm. words for because they were so driven by feeling. And it was funny, I was listening to a podcast uh, which had um, Michael Singer, who's an author, but he's like a tech mogul as well. Like, mm. And he has written a book called The Untethered Soul. And it does talk about how you can begin that process. But the interesting piece of advice he gave to anybody that was looking to kind of bow into the beginning of your spirituality because definitely yours and yours Jackie and anybody else's your kids the people I'm looking at it's all very different you know yeah. it's not going to be the same as the way I have but one thing that I thought everybody could find their own version was to separate your thoughts and you and understand that your thoughts are not you they are thoughts And there is something to get to know that is you Mm. that you can start exploring. Mm. So separating that straight away and going, all right, I think a lot about this, but I have no idea if my thoughts aren't me, then who am am I? I? Is the beginning process of you exploring that because that actually is the beginning of spirit Mm. and you not living your life from the words and the labels, beginning to find out about who you are and how to live your life through feeling and going within that isn't yeah. about your head. Because that's a really hard thing for people to start thinking about. Who am I without using labels? And also, it's how tricky. do I become spiritual? What does that mean? It's like it actually is about you going within yourself. Yeah. And I know that sounds really – I may have repeated things that I've said, but there was something different about the way it was explained. And maybe the book will help more. I haven't read it. Um, Untethered Soul is what it is, what it's called. Um, is but- it almost a – is that almost a, the, the Buddhist religion? That has similarities to looking inward and... Yeah, I think mm, if there was one religion that would be close to it, I suppose it would be that. But I think the spirit, in a sense, though, offers whatever it is that you find that's reflected. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think a lot yeah. of people that will do within and try and separate the ideas and the thoughts to figuring out the kinds of things that are inside you that aren't those thoughts could lean to any religion really you know that's kind of prayer or it's um in a muslim society kind of what's it called when they pray how many times a day in the mosque Uh, yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, it could be all of those things or it could be no religious thing it just gave me an insight onto the fact that if you don't really know what the difference between those things are if you start to explore that a little bit then that is the beginning of spirituality i think we are in a place though in a time you're right, where people are beginning to understand that a bit more. Like even in the census of this year, it was the first time in any census ever that um, uh, that people ticked when it came to are you religious. Christians always been the most ticked box. And yeah, yeah. It, and um, that I think people ticked none or other more yeah, so than I Christianity. And so yeah. many people now these days are having this evolution within themselves, identifying as spiritual, not religious. So mm. I think, but yeah. I think you're right though. It is that hard thing. It's like be- when people go, but how do you meditate? And it's like, well, there's no kind of rule book. And that's it. I'm not going to sit here and say, this is the way it will play out for you. You know, for me, you know, in Shavasana or yoga mm. or, you know, there's different things mm. that will come up mm-hmm. in meditation. As a kid, I reckon to some degree, I was having some other soul connection that wasn't about my thoughts. It can be anywhere. For, sure. for know? a lot yeah. of people, it's music. Yeah. It's like real, yeah. like yeah. art. Yeah. yeah. Or it could yeah. be, it could be Cooking. sport. You it's know, that you don't real know. presence yeah. and the silencing of thoughts almost. Yeah. yeah. And where yeah. 
that is, that yeah. is already beginning yeah. of you yeah. being spiritual, which I mm-hmm. don't think people have labelled it like that. No. And it was just a clear way because yeah, a lot of people cool. ask us to go, maybe go and explore the difference between those and, and that might open up the door for you. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah. good advice. Yeah. You're already in the Thinker Girls posse. Now let's make it Facebook official. Just search the Thinker Girls on Facey, Insta and Snapchat. Um, okay, I want to talk Granny because I think it's really um, – I think sometimes we don't look at our parents and in particular even more so our pe- our grandparents as people. Sometimes yes. you just see them as your grandma or your nanny or whatever and you're like, oh, yeah. And we're ageist as well. Yeah, they're cute. Well, especially elderly. They're sure. cute. I'll go yeah. around. I'll ask her, oh, yeah, and how's your uh, how's your knitting going? Oh, yeah, it's good. And, uh, oh, did you hear that, um, oh, Sam, you know, my cousin Sam? Graduated, I saw, yeah. saw on Facebook he's great. Oh, isn't that great? Anyway, <laughs> have you heard from the cousins in Sydney? And it's this real surface tick of a box still lovely but also it's not it's not the kind of conversation where you're I don't know you'd be having with a mate where it's more of an exchange and you're offering people things and you're taking you're you're asking questions to take back gems from them Mm. and I've really especially in the last couple years I reckon really become so appreciative it was probably around the time that my nan died a couple years ago that I've thought fuck my grandma is my and when she dies I'll have no grandparents left so she's Mm. the only one I've got to make the bloody most of the time I want to know everything and I've always I've always looked to my granny like she's absolutely my idol she's my my favorite person ever in the whole entire world why is that I get even emotional thinking about it because I'm just like oh there's such this overwhelming feeling of love and Ooh, admiration, connection. yeah, that I have for her, wow. always has been. Like I remember, I remember sitting there as a kid, and I put this up on Instagram actually a couple of weeks ago when I was visiting her. I remember as a kid, like we'd be going around to her house for Wednesday night roast, and I always remember picking up her hands and like patting her hands because they were so incredibly soft, soft and the, all this yeah, kind of. I remember ex- my grandma's too. Yeah, mm. this yeah. extra skin. There was almost like this stunning soft leather that lived this life. Oh my like, god, that's something to look forward to. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Though. And I remember it was always this thing where I'd always sit next to her and I'd always be patting her hand, and she would always, and she would always let me. Be She'd also say, oh, what do you want to pat my hand for? They're disgusting. <laughs> Look at them. And there's oh, there's age spot scabs from her, skin cancers being removed. And when I visited her a couple of weeks ago, of course, sat next to her at the restaurant and did the same thing. And I said to her, I've always loved your hands. And I put the photo on Instagram. There was always this kind of feeling about her where she was a bit, had this other kind of like almost Old like magic yeah, sense yeah, about yeah. her where I was just always a bit in awe of her. Like mm. I've Love even her. found cards that I've written to her in primary school, like, you know, when you have to do projects, like who is your favourite person in the world? And I've written my idol is my grandma, you know, from like grade oh, four and five. And I probably have only really not, not really spoken about that all that much until the last few years I tell her. Every time I see her, I'll write it every, in every Christmas card, birthday card. I want you to know how important you are to me. You oh, are all this kind of stuff. Because I'm like, I, I wonder w- if because your mother was so, your mother's very, um, high, you know, high maintenance with the carpet. <laughs> I wonder with your grandmother that she was just sort of your place of peace. She could not, because Granny could not be further from that. She but was I think the as opposite. Well, you do have family members in your life that. I don't know that you feel understood. Yeah, like my yeah. mum's my mum's twin sister was that without. There's no spokenness about yeah. it. It's just like, um, 
my mum, yeah, my mum's twin was that more probably than my mum. My mum mm. got me because she's my mum, but on a on a person way, not a mother daughter yeah. way, you know, like, yeah. and maybe that, yeah, that's that. But you were saying that if you have idolized her since primary school, what's been the difference of the last few years of the way that you've spoken to her? I start, I've started thinking about her more as a person than a granny, right? Because I'm like, well, Nan's gone. Be things that I know when my granny dies that I go, shit, I wonder what she felt about that. Or I wonder mm. this about her. And I thought, Obviously, you're never going to be able to quest, you know, like ask her every single question ever that you'll think of. But at the same time, I started reframing the thinking to go, I want to know as much as I possibly can because I realize she's got so much wisdom that I know she has, but then I think I haven't really tapped into that or um, learnt as much as I can from her. And even little things like um, a couple of years ago, I bought, oh, a year ago, I bought these like grandma's memories and it just, I got her, she filled out the entire thing, which was oh, wow. what were my parents like? What were my grandparents like? To, you know, stories about her childhood. And, and it kind of started from yeah, there. Yeah, it started from I bought my dad that book and he never filled it out. Oh, my mum never filled hers out either. <laughs> That's a fantastic idea. Get on his case to fill it out though. Can't be fucked. Like I've done I've done the hard yeah like I've gone and done it like god what a head case but I've started and I asked her the other day so now anyway I speak to her probably once a week I've got a missed call from her I've got to call her back today because I called her on the way to work and always make sure I ask her at least one question that I didn't know before so the other day I asked her who's your best friend and she's told me this big story about, you know, her dearest friend. They didn't get to catch up all the time and she was so sad she didn't get to go to her funeral because she was getting a skin cancer cut out. All this stuff. You kind of – I know grannies, you know, like people that live next to her or old – but I didn't know. And the way that she was describing this friendship and they had this long-distance friendship over all of these years and they went to teacher's college together. Wow, how old is she? <laughs> She's 87. She doesn't right. have – she doesn't ha- wear glasses. She doesn't have a walking wow. frame. She's not on a single medication. It's fucking wow. amazing. Good genes. And all these kind of little questions anyway that I would that I would ask friends or would randomly come up in conversations. Like the other day I said, what's your favourite food? Because just these are things that you know someone your whole entire life and you look up to and I'm like, I don't even know what your favourite colour is or all these but little types of things. But I think that could be things. gone to parents too. You know, I think you do see that parental kind of figure as something, it's quite selfish. Like kids are mm. selfish. You know, mm. you kind of think that yeah. they need to know everything about you. But I wouldn't really know my mum or dad's favourite food if I think about it. I've never had grandparents. Mm. But I, I was thinking mm. what I could connect this to. And I was like, I don't even think I know my mum and dad's. Just details like that. I know who they are as people. Mm. I know my experience with them. Um, and I know, a lo- I know a lot about how, you know, what their earlier lives were like and stuff. But details like that mm. you don't know yeah do you think you take it for granted that they're around it's almost like know. you don't need to know i don't know are your kids <laughs> you do you have how old are they jackie they're 12 and 14 mm-hmm. so i've got a 12 year old boy and a 14 year old daughter mm. who hates me when you say hates you like she doesn't hate me no she push me pull me you yeah. know where they yeah so that Libby Tanner, who's in our show, said to me because she had a, has an older daughter as well, and she said, "You just every so often, you just got to hold them and tell you you love them, and that's it. Even then. as they're struggling to get out of your grip, <laughs> you have to hold them tight and say, I really love you.' Yeah. So I've just been doing that because everything's going on. 
they need to they need to know it was funny because i was at a um an appointment with a man today that i do some work with a psychologist healer man anyway too had to explain mm. and so he was saying about kids he said you know they come home and they're kind of like oh i didn't god i didn't get into this t- part of the team at soccer and or this teacher you know like singled me out today because i didn't do this right all this kind of stuff and it's funny because you like he was like all you really need to do is let them know that you know who they really are like and so in those moments Mm. in her angst i think even we can remember being teenagers where you hate hating you really do not like being a hater you You really don't like being awkward you really don't like rebelling against your family but somewhere you are doing it and it's like yeah. such a relief when your parent it will mm. push through the shit because they're the only one that really will and be like i see you girl like yeah. i got your back like yeah. that's kind of your yeah. version it's kind of yeah. funny um my mum was much more timid so she didn't push through at all Mine. and i wish i wish that that had been in some ways she did but I wish in a way she had have been strong but to kind of push through that but I then think about the kind of teenager I was mm. and I feel like I would be petrified. <laughs> Did you what were you like when you were about that age though, Jackie? Did you push your mum away? Awful. Yeah. I was absolutely awful. It's and weird. I it's weird when you look back on it. It's almost like this weird out of body experience. Like who the f- what was I doing? I, it's not you feel I, like you're pushed by other too. forces kind of, don't you reckon? Yeah, yeah. Are we just trying to find who you are out of this you know, this comfy little world you've been in, then you're trying to find who, who you are on your own. And you're looking, and humans I, I are taught to... to look for somewhere to point, you know, like you're yeah. kind of taught that there's, you can't figure out the reason why you feel this way. You definitely don't want to put it to the people that are generally making you feel awful, like your friends, mm. probably. Yeah. So it'll just go straight to the person that you know will love you no matter what. Mm. It's exactly. fucked. Fucked. Uh, I tried to be a I punk a and I had long hair and I used to, tease it up and try and pretend I was a punk and it just didn't work. I just, I don't know why I told you that. But, I, <laughs> but it just shows you how ridiculous and desperate we are. Like, like you try yeah. and everything. I had blue hair, nose ring, yeah, a tattoo. I just yeah. thought I actually was, ba- by the sounds that I sound like I was a bikey. Do you know what mm. I mean? Like just every <laughs> cliche thing to rebel, mm. I did. Yeah. I wagged yeah. school, I smoked, I drank. Mm. I, I did everything that mm. was the cliche yeah. rebel. The one thing yeah. I didn't do was I didn't sleep around when oh, I was yeah. really oh, I young. Either, no. I like the first guy I slept with was a, to like a guy that I was in a relationship with, so I was quite into him. Um, oh, that's good. And I didn't really know what drugs were until I was like no, in no. my late teens, early. T- it's different now. Mm. Like I wasn't. I, I didn't even know what cocaine me. was. Like I had no, no idea no, what that was until I got to London. And let me tell you, yeah. I learned out what it was pretty quickly. <laughs> you um, made up for lost yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're but, like, I'm getting up to speed, But guys. thank God, because well, that's dangerous. Yeah. yeah. If I had have found so that in that time. Do you oh, know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's crazy now when I think about, I, I reckon year nine was the feral year. I don't know what, what yeah, you guys think. That's but what that was year like, my daughter's in. Yeah, oh. year nine was like the heckers year. And I remember yeah. the girls that had the, oh, my God, Jade's mummy's so cool. Like, she just lets guys stay over after the parties and she buys them boots like I, you that was the coolest thing and I, it was like and i wish hear, my parents but would i'm do not jade's mum mm. but when yeah but when i look when i look now i'm like that's just awful like i know what an awful thing to be doing like as a mum like you go to some of the like 
I don't think it's about that. I don't think it's about pointing fingers at who's the right or the wrong mum. It just at the end of the day, people have different ways of parenting. That's okay. It just wasn't what you had. I think just to make yourself feel better, you kind of can't be like, well, that's not a life I would have wanted. It's like in the end, I think people are allowed to do what the way they want to raise their kids, that's fine. For Jack. I don't yeah. think it was great for the. But, it wasn't great for the kid though. Like some maybe yeah, I'm not not as a Jade. general blanket rule, but for yeah, it was not not great for yeah, Jade. Poor old Jade. Yeah, where is Jade now? Don't know. I'm sure she's quite happy. <laughs> nah, she had a bit of stuff going on. I reckon. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, it's it's just an interesting one. Do you, is your daughter, we've so wrapped up, but I am intrigued. Is your daughter coming home with other mums or are you kind of like, what's your parenting with, with her? Like parenting style? Coming home with other mums? Or coming mean? home with feedback on what other mums are doing? Is it like a comparison Not game? yet. This is only just beginning. Mm. So uh, she's going to a first party really tomorrow oh, All the 16th will start, yeah? It's 15, so she's oh, 14. So it's not too bad yet. So I reckon I've got an, a year of lots of reading mm. and, you know, asking people advice. But, yeah, it's just starting to, you know, step out of 16th the house, were the most think. wild parties, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because nobody yeah, has any idea what their limits the are. Seriously. Yeah. Mine got crashed. My brother and sister were never allowed to have a party I after think, that. Yeah, I don't think I'll be having <laughs> parties. My kids can have I parties with their parties. family. What's that? My kids can have fa- parties with their family and bring f- a couple friends. They can have a gathering. That's yeah. about it. They'll and be no 18 in no time. Yeah. Yeah. Be a pretty tight ship at my joint. <laughs> I reckon it might be. <laughs> just quietly. Um, Jackie Brennan, it's been lovely to chat with you. You can find her, of course, on Insta with her 12K followers. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, follow. I'll try and be interesting. And yeah. um, on Facebook, Jacqueline Brennan. Uh, and of course, Wentworth, oh, you that's can not check me, it out. By the oh, way, what do you I'm mean? Not on, I don't. You're not, not on, on FB. Set that up. That's not me. I'm not on Facebook. Oh, it's not an oh official. It's yeah. not an official. All right, we'll scrap you've that You've got then. a fake Jackie Brennan. That means you've made it. The Jackie yeah. Brennan, which is me, but I just use that for my family. But there's a Jacqueline Brennan that someone set up that. She just posts photos. It's it's harmless, but it's yeah, not me. Right. No. If you want to follow me, follow me on Insta. Insta. <coughs> All right. Yeah. That is where we'll get to. If you want to listen to any of our other shows, thethinkergirls.com.au is where you can find those. Uh, lately, we've had Kat Stewart on the show. Uh, we've had Lorna Jane. We've had Sophie Faulkner. Mm-hmm. Um, a whole heap of different chicks that we're just talking shit with uh, each and every week. So make sure that you subscribe and let us know if you enjoy it. Uh, Jackie, thanks so much for your time. Thanks for having me. That was fun. Yeah, Rose. Thanks, Chicks. Bye. bye. Okay, bye. Were you part of this convo and want more? Join our Thinker Girls posse on Facebook, Instagram, or thethinkergirls.com.au. Thinker Girl, the podcast with the Thinker Girls, Stacey June and Christy Mercer. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 